When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super 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 That's what you said, man. Well, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, John Hill. Not with me, Dave Fiedernick. Up at the Gorge, doing something at the Gorge, I think. Somewhere, somewhere in Oregon. So, in his stead... Joe Borelli, wow. the legendary, legendary, the man, the myth. In honor of duty, us, I gotta say, get her streamed, get her streamed, <laughs> baby, get her streamed. Borelli, the fable, the fable guy, guy. Mm. the cable guy. <laughs> sure, the under the underwater uh, underwater brother, mm. Aquaman, drowning why, why in Brooklyn. He? Yeah. Oh, seriously. drowning. Oh, yeah. Is it still raining over there? No, it's actually been beautiful weather the last couple of days, but. The car got an okay. inch of water in the uh, in the bottom of it, so that was fun. What kind of what kind of car are you working with, Joe? What kind it's of car? Mobile. Can we guess? Oh, guys, 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 you should have let us guess. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I I'll take it back. Guess number one would have been Subaru. Guess number two would have been Volvo. So mm. I, I would have had you. I would have had you in two. I would have had you in two. Yeah, that's married married Borelli. Okay, oh, yeah. I would say probably like a Rolls Royce. Nah, no. <laughs> yeah. dude, Joe. If you gave Joe a Rolls Royce, he would sell it and buy guitar pedals. We all know that. That's true. That is true. Yeah, there's no you are way. Not wrong, friend. I could see like there's a no Mustang. Way. I could see Joe. No sing- I could see Joe's uh, wife being like, "All right, go out and get a nice family car with a baby seat," and Joe just coming back with a fucking sick Mustang, like six guitar pedals, like <laughs> in, in, instead of like brakes and actual uh, pedals, he he puts in guitar pedals. Yeah, I'll okay. tell you what. He's got an ox he can plug his guitar in while he drives and shreds. <laughs> that would like, what are you? What are you? <laughs> it's got to be a convertible. Yes. Joe, Joe, Look. make a car you can drive by playing the guitar. No steering wheel. There's just a guitar, and you somehow control it with a guitar. How how tight would that be? That sounds good like a Mad Max movie. I was going to say, it sounds is. like a, a terrible idea in a Fury Road yeah, film. Dude, people will buy that. People buy anything these days. People buy. People are just looking to buy stuff. They're like, hey, what should I waste all this money on? That's you. People are always looking for stuff to do that. So, Guitar mm-hmm. car? Guitar car? Ooh, Come on, that's a great car. idea. That's pretty good. That's there pretty you go. Neat. There we go. It will work better as a boat, though. I could just paddle. Yeah, we'll fund it. We'll fund it with a. Yeah, you're not gonna paddle with a guitar. Come on, you gotta drive it with the guitar, Joe. Come on, you don't want to get the guitar wet. Um. Oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, Lego, Lego just dropped their guitar. They just dropped a. They oh, just God. dropped a Lego oh, Stratocaster. Right. It's an actual know. Fender licensed Lego guitar, isn't it? That's I right. Comes that. with the pedal too, Joe. Comes with the no, pedal. No, it doesn't. It does. Comes with the pedal. 
Wow. So, wow. I mean, yeah. you have to build the pedal, and I'm sure the pedal doesn't work, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. I had a buddy uh, in high school. His dad did that. His, he, his, you know, he, got, he was like, hey, go buy a new car, you know? And he, it's like a family, a family of five. He came back with a Miata. So he was like, had like a midlife crisis at the dealership, buys a Miata. But he's like, well, my wife's going to be real mad at me because I bought a Miata. So I'm not going to go full Miata and get a stick shift. I'll get an automatic. So he had an automatic Miata. Like, why even have the Miata yeah. if, you're, if it's going to be automatic? So anyways. Terrible story, uh, but thank you. That was a great story. Great story. <laughs> then, my, then he gave it to his son when his son turned 16. And then his son crashed it coming into a driving into our little little island where we lived. But anyways. Um, all right. What do you guys want to talk about today? Um, I mean, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on <laughs> except for, and it's been a week, it's been a while, the only thing going on pertains to you two gentlemen, you two, you two whose lot in life is to root for the 76ers, Ben Simmons, formally, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. formally demanded a trade, uh, last, was it last week? I feel like it was right after we recorded last week, so. I mean, he didn't formally... I mean, he didn't say he, he didn't have a press conference. No, right. He, he, he told Keith Pompey, which is basically saying this, doing the same thing. Yeah. Didn't he tell the owners? Didn't they have a meeting with the owners? And he was like, "Yo, I he, want to trade." Yeah, I mean, they leaked. He his his camp, I guess, leaked it to Keith Pompey, who we know is like totally spot on all the time. Never gets anything wrong. But like, he definitely has an audience in Philadelphia, and they he leaked the meeting to Keith Pompey. So it's you know. All over. Yeah, they had a meeting I mean, with... He, he told the owners, he told the coach, he told blah, 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 blah. Mm. John, go so, ahead, what were you going to say? Yeah, go ahead, John. Oh, yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, I, I'm all for it. Yeah. I Like, like, I do not... I am not upset one ounce to what Ben Simmons did. The team wants to trade him. It's It's open. It is public. And he's just saying... Hey guys, like trade me. Like do the thing you say you want to do and I have no problem with him doing it. The, but the, the only th- problem I have with him doing it is the fact that like when he does that and he comes out and says I'm not reporting the camp, you have to trade me now. It kind of diminishes any kind of value or any leverage the Sixers might have had. You know. See, I I I 100% disagree. I so oh, what's different what's me. different is that he has said he's going to sit out training camp. He's like not showing up to training camp. I don't understand how it diminishes the Sixers' leverage at all. Like, yeah. they they can just they say fine. We the whole league knew they were trying to trade him. Everyone knew. Oh, the Sixers are trying to trade Ben Simmons. Then Ben Simmons like, I would like to be traded. I'm going to sip it out of training trap training camp. Find the Sixers. I'm like, go ahead. Fantastic. We can now find you and recoup some of the money. Like, <laughs> like they weren't That's actually a good point. I thought about so that. So it's like, it's it's not like his. He obviously has not worked on his game this summer, so it wasn't like he was going to come back in like better shape and knew how to shoot and was going to somehow increase his value. That wasn't happening. So if anything, his it's he did him a favor because now he gets to sit out. His value stays the same. It was already whatever rock bottom, but it's not going to go any lower. And they get to find him and get some of their money back. It's not like they're going to be like, oh no, we don't want to piss off Ben Simmons because we hope the the relationship will be salvaged. The relationship's fucked. So like, they don't care. Find his ass. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how it's how uh, how it's bad for the Sixers or lowers their leverage. Yeah, I mean, I, I, first of all, I don't care if they get their money back. 
like fuck Josh yeah. Harris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> There's that. Yeah, like and you're not getting it back. Like it's thirty million dollars. Like they can find him ten grand at a time. It's not. It's it's an account. No, 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 no. They can find him. They can find him one point three million per week. One per week per week per week Ooh. per week. Well, once training just, camp he'll starts, just get a, he'll just. I mean, look. He'll just be like, oh, my knee hurts. I need. I'm yeah. thinking about getting surgery. That's how they do it. They're not going to be able to find him, uh, or he'll just show up and that'll be the end of it. But like. No, I'm not mad at him at all. Like, the Sixers drew the line in the sand, and he's just saying, hurry up. Like, he, he does – look, I'm all for – look, this has nothing to do with Ben Simmons personally, right? Mm-hmm. My, my opinion of it – not even personally or as a player. Like, I've wanted him off the team for a while now. But any player that the team is like, we want to trade you, like, and has all that power, I have no problem with the player saying, like, well, then fucking do it, uh, and I'm not showing up. Like, if your wife is like, I'm divorcing you, you don't need to show back up every day and be like, oh, what do you want, babe? It's like, no, get. I'm getting rid of you. And you go, no, no, okay, no, no. I'm packing up my stuff and I'm leaving. Like, yeah. That's the, it's the wrong analogy. It's the wrong analogy. It's yeah, not and I, well, because, because, <laughs> because it's not like you can just, in a marriage, you can just leave. You have to get a divorce and leave. This would be a scenario where you somehow, when you leave, you have to find a new so let's say it's the husband i have to find a new wife for you in order for you to leave me and your husband just fucked the nanny in front of the entire neighborhood it's going to be hard for me to find you a new wife cuz you just fucked the nanny in front of the it's, whole neighborhood it doesn't make any and sense. i don't even no, it's, i don't it's, even know <laughs> no it's I not it's not terrible i think we've it's, lost the thread not, here. Yeah, it's, because it doesn't make sense can we just start over no 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 it doesn't make any sense man it's no, it's, it does. it's saying hey i want a divorce but i'm not signing the papers and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna move out until you sign the papers. Like, no. we both agreed that this is okay. over. One yes. team has to make the trade, and Ben Simmons is not gonna show up and pretend like, you, oh, I'm here, think, I'm ready to go. Do you think the Sixers are not trying to trade him? Let's let's yeah. jump the analogy no, and talk about what's trying. actually happening. The Sixers have been trying to trade him since the playoffs. The Sixers have been trying to trade him since the beginning of last season. Exactly. Last season. They, are, yeah. they are trying, okay? Yes. Nobody wants this bum, okay? Krasinski from the Wolves, Krasinski, the reporter for the Wolves, just reported nobody wants him. There was no va- – Maury canvassed the league, and everyone's like, we saw the playoffs. We don't want this dude. Did so, you see the Cavs are still – they're still, they're still trying to get him. I hope yeah. they I hope they trade him to Cleveland just just cuz. But go on. But but what do you Okay, so if you're Ben Simmons, Matt, what do you do? You show up you, every day you re- and you you have some fucking introspection for once in your goddamn mm. life and realize nobody wants you because you can't shoot and you're an asshole. So maybe you work on your game, you get in the gym, work on some shots, so you actually have people who want to trade for you. Right now, nobody wants to trade for you, bro. But, so maybe actually build your value back up so teams want you. That's Matt, how you move. This is the so angriest I've ever seen you. It's incredible. Because, like your your because, veins are popping out of yeah, your forehead. Ben, ben like, Simmons, you I'm the ones like, that are supposed to be angry here, man. Ben Simmons makes me so mad. He's really, such Matt, an entitled. The there is yeah. no human in the world that can go from bad shooter to an NBA level shooter in three months. Well, so not if not, you're not it, trying. But not but if you're not trying. No, he's, but, had, but, he's had fucking years in, to do it. Okay, but but the exactly. Exactly. But the point is, you're trying to say, like, oh, if he hired Chip Engel last month, that he would show up to camp and be this great. Shoot. Like, it's done. He, he can't change that fast. It is. Well, uh, no here's, one here's an idea. Him to, none he, of that. So, like, it's not an effort thing this summer. It, it, you can criticize it's too, him late. For, it's too late for the effort exactly. now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's I got, too late. I got a lot of idea. It, it took what? Kawhi Leonard years. It takes you years. 
Like, yeah. why not? Everything oh, is done. We he all can know, start. Like, there's nothing that he, can change. But he can start by not hiring his brother as shooting coach. I mean, you start there. You start by hiring a shooting coach. You start by playing nice. You start by saying, hey, I'm working on my game. Hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You show up to season in shape. You give, he is give, in shape. I mean, come on. Give other teams. You show up to season as like, hey, this is these are the things I'm working on, and I'm actually working on it this time. Even if it's a charade. Like, just, just do the work. So it helps the Sixers out. It's like back to my analogy. Look, I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to divorce you. I can't find anybody to take you. Okay, I'm sorry. Everyone knows you're a crappy husband. I can't find another woman to take you. We are working on it. That's what Maury's been. That's yeah, what they said. We are working I, on it, Ben. Okay. Nobody he, wants you. I'm sorry. I, if I was, if and I hate that I have to defend Ben Simmons because I wanted to trade him last year. Well, last but week you defended Clutch. Here's what, here's what I would say. Stay shown. I would say, hey, hey, Maury, here's an idea. Maybe don't have your the head coach say, I can't be a, 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 cal, a championship caliber point guard. Maybe Come don't on. have your best he, player say that I lost John, the thing. You, you cannot blame Maury for that. You, you, you can't. Can blame but first that, of all, but, 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 first but of here's all, the thing. But you're arguing theatrics. You're only arguing, oh, if only he, he got on Instagram and was like, Oh guys, I'm working very hard on my shot. Everything will be better. No, there's nothing summer. he can do. Like there's nothing he can do. <laughs> yes, there He's are things he could shape. do. He's in great shape. He works with Chris Johnson, a great tra- one of the star trainers. It's not his brother anymore. Like there's nothing that he can do that changes who he is this summer. The Sixers don't want him. He doesn't want to be there too. And he's saying like, let's rip the Band-Aid off. If there's nothing you can get for me, <laughs> that's fine. But I'm not showing up at a at a place that doesn't want me anymore, and I would and I'm like okay, I get it. Like, John, the 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 proper analogy to ripping the bandaid off again is imagine you had to have somebody else rip the bandaid off, and there's no volunteers. So Here, look, here's the, the Sixers want to move him, and also hold thing. on, I need to defend Doc go Rivers go and I need to defend Joel Embiid, okay? Because John's like, oh, they threw him under the bus, you know? No, no, I don't think that. It was, I don't. It oh, was, hold on, hold on, stop. But, before you say that. I don't think that. I don't blame Doc. I don't blame Joel. But in your scenario where you think uh, Instagram video of him shooting three-pointers is going to convince a GM to trade him, I'd be like, I'm not doing you any favors because you did me no favors. But That's also, how I would approach it. Don't forget, but, he but, has done that every season for the last four years. Exactly. But, exactly. No, no, That's but, the thing. Okay, okay. They should have traded him. They should have traded him at the draft. Maury screwed up. They, no, okay, hold on. Let us let me just take one issue at a time. You've said so many things that are wrong that it's just like I need to, to start piece by piece. I'm wondering why you guys even brought me on. I haven't got to say shit so far. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know John Schill was going to make another appearance. I didn't know Sorry. Matt thinks that, that Instagram videos is what's holding Ben Simmons back from being traded. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> that's what you're arguing. You're saying he's the, he's really got to get out there and tell him he's working on his shot. Then he'll get traded. Like no, the, no, it won't. It's over. He has to show that he's willing to change. He has to show, but he's he not. He's, to John's he can't point, he, do that. He can't do that. Then has, you, I know that. I look. I know I'm asking for whatever a fox to be a chicken, but you have to at some point you have to stop you have to start accepting reality and stop pretending it's something different if Simmons wants to be traded he has to make an effort to make himself a valuable commodity that's just the no, way it is no he doesn't no, it's actually not. have to do that he, that he, is not how any of this works he can just be a big baby and refuse to show up to training yeah, camp yeah he can prove be, yeah, everyone exactly. that he could he really isn't Philly material like he, or he's no true. material or he's he can, well, you can go down as one of the great busts of all time. 
I feel well, two then, ways about Ben Simmons. I, I I don't blame him for this on one hand, but and on the other hand, well, and I kind of feel bad for him, but on the other hand, I fucking hate his guts. And like, he's the reason for all of this. Like, he only has himself. Matt, I, I agree with you. He only has himself yes, to blame. He's I never agree with shown that too. I anyone, agree with that. He's never showed any introspection. Never got the fact that like he shouldn't have his brother coaching him. He's he went back to the same girl who cheated on him six times. Like that yep. that that's his mentality. That's the mindset. And like his dad. Is the reason he shoots left-handed. You know why? Because his dad told him if you shoot left-handed, they won't be able to guard your shot. Because left-handed, you know, left-handed players are—it's harder to. Go. So he doesn't shoot anything because he doesn't know what the fuck to do. He—he's—he's—he's. He's, I don't want to say he's a coward because I'm not trying to attack him personally, but like he's—he's he's a, a his his mental state is weak. I'm not saying I'm any better. I'm telling you this because I game recognize game, right? <laughs> like yeah. every big moment comes along, I shrivel. So like I'm telling you, Ben Simmons has this this flaw. He's he just can't do it. It's gonna take something seriously like like this to happen for him to maybe look in the mirror and recognize. But it, there's no way it's going to happen in Philly. There is no there is no. no rebuilding his reputation there. There is no getting any more value out of him there. He, he, like, he's done... And, and in completely tone-deaf fashion, he's gone and posted fucking Instagram videos again of him going to the rim against 5-4 guys and, like, and like shooting a... Like, they, they did this edited pickup game where he shot, like, two threes... They didn't show you all his misses. I'm like, yeah, he's taking it, but who gives a fuck? Fucking Rajon Rondo actually hit the goddamn three. And like, he sucks. Anyway, so, uh, let's let me. Can I go back? I want to back up the defending. I'm not done and, yet. So, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, Doc and Embiid, they kind of they said what they said about it, Simmons after the playoff loss. Emotions were raw. They had just been eliminated. They later walked the comments back. They later said we would be willing to work with uh, we would be willing to work with Ben. Um, Embiid has said nothing but good things about it. Like, hey, I'm willing to you know I'm willing to go into the season. I think we got a good team. All that stuff. And going back to the crux of the disagreement between us, John, the crux of the disagreement is if you are Ben Simmons, what is the best pass forward? You want to be on another team. Presumably, you you want to be on a good team. You're saying demand a trade. Don't show up to training training camp. That's the best way to get on a new team. I'm saying, do what Simmons and Embi- or do what Embiid and Rivers had. Walk things back. Say, look, I'm working on this. I'm willing to come to camp. I'm willing to do all this stuff. I'm working on my game. I realize I have holes. Now you're saying he can't do that. It's not in his mental makeup. Fine. Okay. Rich Paul at Clutch, who's his agent, needs to tell him. I know this isn't your mental makeup. Just go through the motions. That's what's going to facilitate the trade best. Not holding out of training camp. We, I guess we disagree about that. I No, no yeah. I just think that, like, that's all that – everyone knows everything. There's no – like, we pretend that these little things matter. Everyone knows who Ben Simmons is. Everyone knows that he's done in Philly. And no one's doing anyone favors. Daryl Morey is not doing him a favor asking for four first-round picks and – all these players asking for Dame. We all know that is the most, that is such a ridiculous, stupid offer that the Sixers are getting laughed at. The, the, they go to, they said, I want, what they wanted? James Wiseman, Andrew Wiggins, the two first round picks, and then two future for Golden State hung up the phone. So if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm like, look, 
I get you're not, I'm not going to be traded for Bradley Beal right now. But if you're asking for six first round picks, we both know that is not happening. Well, so, so you need to change your attitude to help me get out here. And I gave you the last two months to be reasonable. Daryl Morey's still not being reasonable. So his response, which I'm not saying it's the best response, but if you told me, like, that's probably what I would do. I'd be like, wait a minute, hold on. You want to trade me for six first round picks after that? No, thanks. We all know this is bullshit. Everyone, literally, you have now become a laughing stock. So you're not helping any of the situation. But and John, I'm not going to be a pawn to you trying to squeeze out Bradley Beal. Just trade me for what you can right now. And if it's nothing, then, then it's nothing. Like, I'm sorry. But that, that's fine. And I understand what you're saying from Ben Simmons' perspective and why he would ask for a trade now. But, like, you know, Maury also has to do his job. He has to set the market. If he's setting the market at a fucking astronomical rate... You know he's going to come down from that. You know they're never getting six fucking first-round picks. They're probably not getting, like, half of that. But Everybody exactly. knows it. But, like, it's been months. Like, come but, on. No, the, the, there's no offers. Need- That's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue. So if you read Krasinski from uh, uh, the reporter for the Wolves, he basically said the, sick, the Wolves' offer is Malik Beasley, Jaden McDaniels, and picks. But that's because we're in that's the That's the best season. fucking offer. But that's because so we're in the offseason. What's more? That's what I'm saying. What's more? He's supposed to do. Well, wait till the season starts. The There's going to be desperate teams out there. There's going to be people that are like, you know what? All, we have a good club. All we need to do is add Ben Simmons. That's what Maury's doing. Maury's saying, look, there's no, there's no deals I like. And by the way, in that same report, it said Maury would have accepted Anthony Edwards or Cat straight up. Nothing else in it. Would either of you trade? <laughs> Charles Anthony Towns. I can't even get the names out because it's such a stupid fucking offer. It's a much more realistic offer than is, the. Is that really than realistic? what you characterize Matt, that? You characterize you, six first round picks. Matt, Come on, this Anthony is a much more Edwards realistic offer. Carl Anthony Towns for Ben Simmons. Would I mean, that be? Of course, it's not. Of course, they're not going to do it's it. Not John. It's, it's not realistic. Point is, it's the point not is, it's, it's 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 they. Maury, what we've heard about Maury is that he's being a lunatic. I'm sure he's just, hey, I'm, I'm asking for this, and I'm sure he would accept. I'm sure, I'm sure if the Halliburton, if there was an actual a Halliburton um, Bagley um, offer, I'm sure he'd take, or sorry, it's Halliburton Heald is the one people talk about. I'm sure if Halliburton Heald would offer it, he would take it in a second. These offers aren't there. There are no offers. So what's he supposed to do? Take crap? Take a take take Malik Beasley? No, I if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm like screw that. Going into the yeah. season, and that's fine. You, you want to sit fine. out? Fine. Exactly. That's why I, if I was Ben Simmons, I'd say like, well, all right. If you don't want to take that crap, then I'm not showing up. And what like, we're disagreeing about, what we're disagreeing about is, I'm if I'm Ben Simmons, a quicker path to me getting traded is showing up and playing well. Than holding out. But here's the thing. We disagree He's about going that. I'm just show, saying, show up. up. Just like Daryl okay. Morey is asking for six round picks because he's starting high, Ben Simmons is starting high too. Guess what? Ooh. I'm not showing up. And then what's going to happen? This is what James Harden did. Ben Ben Simmons. This is, is what me. this is this is how it works. You start high by saying, "Oh, I'm going to I'm not reporting to camp." And guess what happens? I have he to shows up to camp, John. right? And then where does James what happens to James Harden? Is this ben not Simmons what James Harden n- did? 
Ben and Simmons I think, is never setting foot in that facility again. I guarantee. And also, John, and I again, I I come I come back to it. I think he he just shows up and plays and doesn't do all the doesn't do, 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 do any trade. I think a trade gets done quicker. I think this just 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 drags out the process. Now, of course, we'll never know. We, could, we don't have the counterfactual where he played nice and we can see when the, when the trade gets done. I'm just saying. I just think I just think he's I don't I think he's shooting himself in the foot. I think that's the only shooting he can do. <laughs> well played well played yeah i mean look i this podcast i, I get is getting it. dark I get man sorry it's it's all it's all who you're rooting for if you're rooting for the sixers then yes the best course of action is ben simmons puts out videos and i got a new shooting coach i'm gonna work my ass off blah 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 and secretly behind the scenes he's working with daryl to get it traded to a place that works for everyone and all that stuff but we know that's not how this works we just know. Like, these are all wait, wait. dudes with egos. And it's, it's worked like and, that in the past. It's worked I mean, like that in the players yeah, have been like. and the other like, way has worked, too. Like, the Anthony Davis fake injuries gets you traded. The James Harden showing up out of shape. The Jimmy Butler starting a fight and having Rachel Nichols right there gets mm. you traded. There's proof of the other side. And sometimes being difficult is what matters. So, now he hold, might, hold, he hold, might hold, put hold, pressure hold, on Maury to be like, you know what? I can't start with him on camp. I'm taking what I can get. But there are a couple of things you said there that are not quite accurate. Anthony Davis didn't get traded when he wanted. He wanted to get traded at the trade deadline. And him pulling all the stuff actually didn't work. He didn't get traded until the summertime. Jimmy Butler, same thing. Jimmy Butler going in there and beating the, the, the first team, that didn't get him traded. It was like but, a month and a half after that. What got him traded is when he started criticizing Tibbs. When he criticized Tibbs directly to the media, that's what got him traded. So those kind of pulling of those shenanigans did not directly lead well, to the trades that the players wanted. it's also in the middle wanted. of a year versus the offseason. So they're different situations. But no, the no, no, the Butler, being, the, Butler, the, the, Butler being, the, the Butler is the same situation. Butler is the same situation. The point Butler being, is he, he wanted, you need to give, you, like, you have to have, you have to do stuff to get traded. And, and I'm like, you don't want your this, team there. Like, in this particular scenario, when you've cratered your own value because you didn't want to dunk in the playoffs... You need to build the value back up. That's what you need to do to get traded. You I don't agree. Need to... I agree. Okay. Yes. Right. Oh. Again, in a perfect world for the Sixers. But it also helps when the Sixers aren't saying, "I'll, tr- yeah, give us Carl Anthony Towns for Ben Simmons. Like, that's we fucking disagree. laughable. I think, that's I, laughable. I think, I think the Sixers are hanging would, up on Daryl Morey. The, thi- the, the Sixers would accept a, uh, the Sixers would accept a, like a, an offer that's, There's I don't no know. report that says that. That literally just there literally just was. I mean, like I said, Anthony Edwards or Cat. You say those are ridiculous. I'm saying those are a step down from what we've heard before, where they want like four first it's, round picks or whatever. Oh, it, it went from asking for a billion dollars to asking for nine hundred million. Like it's insane. Like they're la- I, I, you it's don't laughable. you you it's don't laughable. think you don't think that the um, the Sixers would take a Fox or Halliburton trade? You don't think the Sixers would take? Yeah, that and trade? the Kings they, laughed at them and said, "We're not trading those guys." Okay, the Kings, well, I'm did, just the saying, Kings said we'll, we'll give you Marvin Bagley. Well, like, okay, Dude, nobody wants Marvin Bagley. Exactly. Now, That's the but other now that, thing. It's but, like, yo, but, you t- like, John, but you can't have you can it. Get. You can't have it both both ways. Like the the Sixers have gotten no legitimate offers. I mean, Jaden McDaniels and Malik Beasley is not a legitimate offer. It Bagley, might be. Bagley and Heald isn't a legitimate offer. Wait, Those are so not I, legitimate offers. I, I, I think I wanna, he's going to get more than that. I'm, Matt, I, what what do you think is a reasonable offer for Ben Simmons? Look, I don't want nothing. A bag of Doritos. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want Ben Simmons that's on my the team. Point. So you can't say, "Hey, that's a terrible offer," and then at the same time be like, "My offer is nothing." Like, right? But you Daryl are saying Morey, what it is. 
Daryl Morey isn't trading with me. He's trading with 29 people so like give, me. So give okay? me what you think would be an actual realistic trade that Daryl Morey would uh, eventually take. I think that he's, another he, team would would actually do what what Maury is what Maury is what Maury is doing. He's like I don't like any of these offers. None of these offers help me in the slightest. None of these offers bring the Sixers, you know, even into the Eastern Conference Finals. Why would I do any of these? Why okay. why would I do an offer? So that, again, uh, offer? what what so do you think the trade will I, be? My strategy is I'm waiting for something else to happen. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Beal demands a trade. Lillard. Demands a trade. I'm waiting Lillard for one of those things. Would do it before Beal, but yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for something else to happen. Right now, I don't like my options. And then, okay, so, so let's say, let's say that happens. Lillard wants a trade, right? So I, what are you what, offering? Ben Simmons, the, the guy everything. that no one wants. It's then a, I take, then I take the Beasley McDaniel's trade from Minnesota, for in in the and they're throwing a few first round picks. I throw in a few of my first round picks. I throw in Maxi. And I see if I can get Lillard with that. that. Then I do that. That's what I do. So but right now, you're, there's again, you're and asking you think me to, that's where Dame Lillard. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the other Malik offers are Beasley for Dame Lillard. And a couple of first round picks is is worth. Dame we'll see, else has, we'll see what the other offers are. You're asking me to predict the future. I'm just saying, if I'm Maury, I don't like the present. I'm gonna hope the situation changes one to two months from now, three months from now. So just hold what, out. What, just hold out. Can I make worst a prediction? Case scenario, you get. Garbage, which you have garbage now. No, worst Sorry. case scenario is that your your team is a disaster all year because you have this hanging over them. Now, I mean, you have, you have Ben Simmons, your star not, player, get either refusing to play or your fan base going nuts. Your right? fan base, your fan base is whatever. Your fan base rooted for a, a, a nine and whatever nine nine and seventy one team. Like they'll be fine. Uh, Embiid. Now, if Embiid that's, that's makes so things easy difficult, to say. oh, they'll be fine. Em, Embiid. Oh, they'll be fine. They'll just be Embiid. fine. Don't worry about it. You know, my well, prediction is, my prediction is this is right going to be the least listened to podcast episode for you guys ever. <laughs> You've been arguing with each other for... It's, it's, it's lunacy. Well, I mean, it's all lunacy. So the whole John, thing sucks. So, so, John, again, getting back to the court of this agreement, you're Daryl Morey. You accept, you accept these garbage trades? Uh, no, if I was Daryl Morey, I would have traded them at the, tra- at for, the draft. For what deal? For what deal? At the draft. I would have taken the draft. Uh, for what deal? Kemba Walker and an early pick. That's what I said before. Kemba's Do you think that was table. offered? Do you think would, that was offered? Not. I bet you Maury did not ask. Because at okay. the draft, Maury was asking for six first-round picks. So if you're and Wiseman and all these players. If, John, if you're OKC. Also, you know what? If you're, you're OKC. Okay, okay, Kemba Walker was on OKC, right? At that time. That, okay, the Kemba thing, no. I wouldn't do because of his so, terrible contract. I'm, I'm so, being facetious. Okay. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. There's you can't you can't just magically be like I would have traded him at the draft when there's no offers. So I mean, no, no. I, okay, I would have gone to the draft and found the earliest draft pick I could have got for Ben Simmons and taken it. Okay, and that if that pick is 14, you doing the I, deal? Yeah, I mean, right now, could you get the 14th pick for him? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember who no, the 14th pick can't. was. You can't. <laughs> who is the 14th so, pick? Who is the 14th overall pick? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you told me, you pro- I bet you, you could have gotten one of the first round picks from Golden State for him. You could have got Wiggins and uh, what became Moody but John, so at you're 11. Just, you're just, you just want to be rid of Ben Simmons, and I get it. I do as yes. well. Yes. Because but, of but what's happening is, now. Yeah, but listen, it's going to level out. You can't. If you're Daryl Moore, you can't just like you could. That's a fireable offense. If you, 
He is still a three-time All-Star, a runner-up defensive player of the year. He's an incredible passer. He's an incredible athlete. He can't shoot for shit, and he has a sour attitude. Okay, you can deal with that. Like, somebody is going to give you something for his talent, for his skills. He's never going to be your number one option. But, like, you can't just give him away for nothing. You want to you you at least him make away your... For nothing. You would have been getting a first-round draft pick, and and you probably get a couple first-round <clears throat> draft picks and probably some filler thing, you know, like the, some, again, some reasonable no, players for it. There's no evidence that any that trade was offered. It was, there's no evidence well, no, that the Warriors... Well, no, because he wasn't asking for it. But the Warriors... He wasn't asking for it. The Warriors weren't interested. Offer. The Warriors weren't interested. Were, it's because when he talked to the Warriors, he said, I want Wiseman, your two first-round picks, and two... And they hung up on him. They the warrior. The reporting was the Warriors didn't want Simmons. That a significant part of the front office wanted Simmons under no circumstances. I think they would have taken him for the like twelfth pick. They didn't have the twelfth pick or whatever. What was it? They had the seventh and fourteenth or something. Okay, they would have taken him for the fourteenth pick. You're going to tell me that the Warriors wouldn't have got rid of Andrew Wiggins for the and the fourteenth pick for Ben Simmons? I wouldn't have offered it. You don't think the Kings at the time before they got Mitchell? Because the other thing is, when teams draft players, they fall in love with them. But the theory of, like, I don't know who's going to be there at 11. I don't know who's going to be there at 12. I'd rather have Ben Simmons, a known commodity that I is a two-time All-Star defensively. I would have taken that for a player we're not even sure we're going to draft plus something else. That's how drafts work. But once you draft a player, then everything changes. Because now it's your guy and it's harder to trade. Now you wouldn't trade. Like, the Kings wouldn't trade Mitchell because they like him now. But before the draft, before they knew they had Mitchell, they don't know what's happening. They might have traded the 11th pick plus Buddy Heald for Ben Simmons because they go, oh, wow, this might be good. I don't even know what's going to be at 11. But now once, once you have a pick, it's hard to trade. And now I, I and think then you're after free agency, trades that now didn't, weren't there. You, you can't we, say we, they weren't there when you weren't offering it. I don't, we don't know that. We don't know that that we that know Maury there was, has never been any report of Daryl Morey asking for anything that that hasn't been a ridiculous offer. And right? all right, and all, but all that has been leaked by other teams. So we don't right. know what what really is going on behind the scenes. And all the other teams have the incentive to make Morey look bad to try to get him to trade. So we don't we're not in, okay, in on these conversations. On a basic so. on a basic level, we all know it is easier to get a deal done before the draft than it is after the draft. That is a fact based on. History and everyone. Okay. Point being, great. So now he is at the harder point to trade Ben Simmons. And what I'm saying is I would have taken it to the place that you just said was easier. And unfortunately, we don't know. Now we're in a tough spot. Unfortunately, we don't know what the offers are. It's hardest to trade a player right now and during the offseason when nothing is fucking happening. Uh, Exactly. During the season. So, like, it's also easier before free agency because now teams are locked in. Now they don't have the cap space that they thought they could have. Now teams are set. They're not going to move players because now they all think it's going to be good. And, you know, the next best time is going to be once the season starts. you got to hope for someone to get hurt. you got to hope for a team to, you know, hope for the Bulls to be a disaster so Zach Levine wants out. Or, you know, now you have a whole bunch of hoping to do. But it happens every year. It, it happens does. every it does. fucking year. And every yeah. year, like, these crazy trades happen. I don't blame Daryl for holding out. Not one bit. What's what's worse? Trading Ben Simmons for Malik Beasley and a fucking first-round pick. What Your team sucks. Or keeping Ben Simmons and waiting until something better comes along. Like, it, once you get rid of that trade... 
piece, you don't have it anymore. It's gone. As much as you don't value him, there are still teams around the league that value him. Maybe not as much as they once did. I don't. I don't think any teams value, value him that right now. But the the bet is that at some point he will become valuable again. That's the bet. Yeah, Maury is he making. totally. As soon as this season starts, like let him sit out. Let him sit the fuck out. Who cares? I don't. And I don't ever want to see him. And that's play. my point. That's the point for the beginning. Like, yeah, dude. Like, if I'm Ben, I would say, yeah, I'm sitting out. I don't want to come back. You've been trying to trade me. Make a trade for me. Well, he clearly doesn't like basketball, so I guess it probably works out for him. <laughs> he definitely likes cars, though. He was just he loves cars. <laughs> yeah. loading one his off house. Of... His house, yeah. his house has a nine-car garage and no basketball hoop. Very <laughs> yeah, telling. That is true. Yeah. Hey, no, there we go. Maybe we, hey, we make we make the guitar car and sell it to Simmons. He'd be into it. I'm sure Should we go it, fund yeah. a basketball net for his his house? Should we just deliver it? <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised Sixer fans haven't done that yet. Come on, that's a great idea for like viral marketing. Like, yeah, let's do. Let's send, start. Send him a net. Let's start a GoFundMe and, for and, Ben Simmons. Uh, and, and should we buy him a masterclass? Uh, yeah, masterclass. The Steph, master Curry, class. The Steph <laughs> Curry masterclass. Yeah, we should send him that. How to shoot. Come on, That'd we got to do that. I do. We got uh, Daryl Morey would, uh, Daryl Morey would uh, uh, contribute to it. You know, he's buying NFTs. He's buying. I, uh, so. I don't know what Morey's doing. I'm actually like, I get it. Look, and I, I do agree with you if I'm Morey, too. Here's the thing. Everyone's doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know why we're and that's all so why, upset. That's why I'm not. I'm not mad. Matt's the only You're one. You're both mad. angry as hell. You're I'm both not. very angry right now. I'm supposed to be the angry one here. Just Matt, Matt is upset hey, look, that baby. Ben Simmons is doing what he's supposed to do. I, like, I, 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 I disagree. I think he should. Like I said, I, I think he should nose to the grindstone and uh, increase his value. That's why. Yeah. See, this is where you lose me because like his. Because yeah, it's I'm, with, I'm with John on this side of it. He's, his value happen. is. It's it, you can't be re, it can't be rebuilt this summer. It just cannot. It, it can be can't. rebuilt by getting on the court and shooting threes, but that's the only hey. way people are going to buy it. You can't fake do it, it over the summer. Fake it until you make it to the Cavs. It's the boy that cried wolf. He did this every fucking year for four years, and every year we're like, he's going to come in and he's going to shoot threes. Look, he did him in, in like on an empty basketball court, and he does it every every game before before the game starts. He does it on the court. He's never going to do it. Just no. fucking fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice and three and four times well we're and, just fucking and idiots fan, but that's, and fans don't like you don't know it takes years to shoot it took jason kidd years it takes rondo years it, it took Kawhi years like it does not happen over the summer and that's why these videos are stupid mm-hmm. but there's been no progression usually you get like a little better and then you get a little better and you get a little better he's at that- he's a turd shooter right now and even if he changed everything about him Everything about his mental makeup, he will not be a good three-point shooter for three years from now. If that's a impossible if, I would say at this it just point, doesn't work. The the Instagram videos are actually hurting him. Yes. The, like, the Instagram video where he like blew by, blew by the five four dude. That was a that yeah. Was bad. It's, it's a, like it's, it's a joke at this point. Like you're a parody of yourself. Also, I was gonna say maybe Rich Paul isn't the greatest fucking agent because if no. I were him, I would have put like a lid on all this shit and like you do not post any fucking videos. Just keep your mouth shut. Just go to work and like we'll ride it out until we get till you know. Let let's do something. But that's what's gonna he, happen. It's like either some regular offer is gonna actually happen, or. Um, He's just going to show up, and a month into the season, he's going to be gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a regular offer is what's going to happen. I don't like I've, everyone knows Maury is not getting the world for Ben. No, but we also know that it's it's he has more value than than like a first round draft pick. It's more than that. Does he's, he? Th- does he though? He totally does. He totally does. does. He know? Come on, man. The guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> the teams he's played against. Look, you know, remember when Doug Collins was the coach to the Sixers? Yeah. He just always wanted to get guys that, that lit his team up. And he fucking did it every, he's, you know, like he's like, we got to get that guy because he scored 40 on us. And the next year, that guy would be on the team. That guy sucks. Everybody knew it, but Doug Collins. But because he lit him up, he had to have that guy. That There there are still people like that in the league. There's not many, though. That's the problem. The problem That's for Mori is problem. there's not that many dumb GMs. One. It just takes one. I agree with that. There's not many dumb GMs left. There's not, like, it's going to be hard. Like, yeah. like I, I, honestly, the realistic targets. And don't shoot the messenger. But you're, you're, I, this would be my rankings of, holy shit, I can't believe they pulled it off. This, this is the best they could get for him. Is Colin Sexton. Oh. Uh, Co- Colin Sexton. Um, Andrew Wiggins. And then Buddy Heald. That's it. They're the only three people that are, are that are not uh, Malik Beasley that could. I think those are. I think right those are now, all right realistic now, on September seventh. Yes, you're probably right. Yeah, on I think October those are... October thirtieth, it's going to be a totally different situation. I, and yeah. out of those three, Colin Sexton's the only one I would be even remotely interested in. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to throw other stuff in with him, but Kevin like, Love, baby. Kevin Love. Please. I don't know. Cavs might Cavs might turn you down. Might ask for a first with that. Kevin Love, uh, multi-time All-Star, NBA, or NBA champion, Olympic. Like, see, like whenever they talk about how Ben Simmons is all this multi-time All-Star, I'm like, that's fucking a joke, guys. Old I accolades think, don't matter. Like, I think. I, I think. I think. I think. I think. But <laughs> They don't. Uh, I think the, I'm not going to argue this. Right? I think the, I think the, I'm not going to argue this. I think, it I think depends Maury, on how far removed you are from those those accolades, you know? Matt like, is, lit- is saying I would not want him on my team. Nobody wants him on their team. Exactly. I don't want, so those I accolades, want to see that motherfucker play again. That dude I, could be in, an, in the middle of an all-star game. In the middle of dunking the ball, and I'd be like, I wouldn't want him on my team. I think yeah. it's, 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 I don't well, even no, I think the majority of people feel that way now, too. Yes, yeah, I agree. But they, but there's one guy out there. They, all it takes is one guy. I, and also, but also, listen, he would be incredible on the Warriors. He really would. With Clay and Steph, he would be in fucking sane. Like, that, that looks like a championship team. So you can't tell me that there's no value there. He's still a really damn good player. Just, he needs the right pieces around him. <laughs> and I just named the two best fucking shooters in yeah. <laughs> history. Yeah, he needs the right guys around him. But, but, the, but the value is in dumping Andrew Wiggins' contract. <laughs> <laughs> That's the value. The value is getting rid of Buddy Heald, the guy you want to get rid of. And they, I sure, think the, I I'll think take the, Simmons in place of Heald if I'm the king. Sure, I'll take Simmons in case of instead of Wiggins. I think I the know. Warriors like Wiggins. I think the Warriors have been like, no, Wiggins has been pretty good for us. And That's I what think, I mean. Uh, and I think um, so. I don't. I don't think they're anxious. I think, I think if they can get Simmons for nothing, they're, they're fine. But then they're also anxious about the Simmons and Draymond Green fit. So, don't think that deal's there. I just. Um, That's the other thing. Simmons no is twenty five. Simmons is twenty five. Draymond Green is on his way out. Also, Draymond Green is the kind of guy you need Ben Simmons around. Draymond Green will fucking light a fire under your ass. And Ben Simmons has stated like publicly that he needs somebody to light a fire under his ass. The, the reason he didn't get along with well, Brett Brown 
couldn't hold him accountable because you know he he can't do it on his own i mean it's bullshit but whatever we saw that I, with jimmy butler and jimmy butler's like nah not this dude yeah and then ben was like i you got to get rid of jimmy butler for me <laughs> and elton brand was like sure whatever well i think it was more to it than that i th- also think I know, that jimmy yeah. did not like brett brown but, brown you know i yeah. think yeah look i mean i think i think he's a bust i don't think he ever is you know a winning player um I think something happens, though. I do think something, some sort of a development happens in the season, and the Sixers get more than those offers that John listed. But I do think those are the most realistic current offers. Colin Sexton. Um, what else did you say? Colin Sexton. Wiggins. Wiggins. And, uh, yeah, healed, obviously. Healed. Uh, obviously. I think what, there was what? The rumor of Ma- uh, Malcolm Brogdon. I think that could that could fit. The only and then there's some, spur, there's some Spurs trades. Because here's the thing, the the team that really could use a Simmons is a small market that can't, that isn't terrible enough to get an early first round pick and doesn't want to do a complete rebuild, and a team that can build around. So they have, they have not much. Because if you're a good team, it's hard to fit Simmons in there. But if you're kind of like, all right, I'm the Pacers, we're going nowhere. There's no way I can get an all star outside of Sabonis, with who's barely an all star. And it's like, Brogdon's not really doing it for us. Okay. I'll take Simmons over Brogdon because there's a higher upside to that. Same thing with the Spurs, right? The Spurs, they have okay guys, but none of them that's like really like you would build around. But you'd say, okay, I'll get rid of Lonnie Walker and a couple other bad mediocre players. I'll take Simmons and then try to build the team around him. That seems like an actual doable proposition. But if you're like a team that is actually has pieces, Simmons doesn't fit. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, I, I just thank God for Simmons, though, because, uh, oh, come on, come on, come on. Our audience <laughs> is like 90%. Percent Simmons. They're, they're, well, there's nothing else going nothing on. Else thank God for Simmons. True. It's really nothing, nothing else, else to talk about. I can whip out the guitar and play a song for you. Or no, something. no, no. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We, tried that. <laughs> no, we tried that with Adam. It didn't work out. So I know. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, it was fantastic. I'm still getting uh, over that Maury asked for Anthony Edwards for Ben Simmons. Like, come on. I'm just saying, I'm just, look, that's what that is. It's insane. It's insane. Anthony Edwards is ten times funnier. <laughs> Who Anthony Edwards and Embiid <laughs> on a team? Ooh, oh my god, too much. That would oh, be man. wouldn't work. Wouldn't, wouldn't work. Wouldn't work because they like who's the funny guy? You know they would they don't they wouldn't like each other. So no, nah, I think it'd be great. I think it would be fantastic. They um, feed off each other's energy. It would just be 
Well, uh, why do I feel we, like it's gonna be like Colin Sexton and like Kevin Love? It's probably because it's probably gonna be Colin, Colin Sexton. Sexton. I look. I would take Colin Sexton. I know yeah. Sixers fans feel like I get it. He's not like great at the moment, but if you're looking for like a point guard that scores and that's young, like there's not many out there. It's him. I don't think you're getting Zach Levine unless the Bulls become a disaster, which could happen. Could. And then you have to I think, hope that he refuses to resign there, but it's it's I think, hard. Right uh, well, also the thing about the, the the thing about not trading Ben Simmons right now is if you trade him now, there's a certain amount of months you have to wait till you trade your players again, right? Yeah. So if, if 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 one of those guys came available, they trade Ben now and they're more desirable to the other team, there's they can't trade him right now. So I think waiting again is the only it's the only play. Waiting is the only fucking play for anybody right now. It, it is. Sucks. It's the only play. And it, it's fucking painful and it's stupid yeah and i can't stand seeing ben simmons news anymore i'm tired of talking about it i'm tired of hearing about it <laughs> thanks for coming on the pod on Jeff. Podcast. thanks for Goodbye. coming on the pod but without without simmons be, there's nothing else happening so i know which is really sad it's thankfully it's kind of thankfully fun. thankfully we'll it's, have the drama fun. we'll have the drama going all whatever all training camp hopefully seeing we'll see if uh Ben Simmons does the James Harden where he tries to gain a ton of weight. That'll be that'll be fun to see. We'll just see what kind of shenanigans he pulls. Um, he would never do that because he's worried that his girlfriend will leave him. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's he, I, Harden. He obviously would never. Harden the can Butler get laid anywhere. Yeah. The Jimmy Butler is the the Jimmy Butler like coming into the practice and taking it over. That's all time. That's all time. It's he, all time. Yeah, but Ben Simmons, Simmons won't do that. Can't do that. What what is he going to take over? No, no. <laughs> he's going to take over the parking lot with his car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's what he's gonna take it take over a shirtless pick? Is he gonna is he gonna edit edit a fucking scrimmage video? Is that what he's gonna take over? Like, come on, we all know it. Oh, he walks rough. in there and they're gonna, dude. Danny Green's talking about him like he like he, he in the past tense. Well, <laughs> like he should be. It's so <laughs> obvious. It's just, it's over. It's over. Well. Yeah. The 76ers never cease to be never entertaining. Cease. They can't do it. They, can't, um, do they it. can't. They can't stop the drama. They can't do it. Wait, they can't do let it. me ask you, John. What's what's worse? This era of current Sixers, where they're always in the goddamn news and they're just never on normal fucking team, and the 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 most craziest shit happens, or the era before when they just sucked and nobody cared. Um, because I'm going with this. Out- <laughs> this no, is come better. On. Now, I mean, this, now is better. this is better. This is better. This is way better. This is, yeah, this is, this is way fun. Better. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. It's because totally at fun. least I'm arguing about like, like, as much as we should on Ben Simmons, like Ben Simmons will, will win you 40 games. Yeah. Like we're we're not. That's the thing. We're not arguing about Ben Simmons as like a ter- like I do like he can't do the one fundamental thing that every basketball player should do, <clears throat> which is a big problem. It's a very yeah. big problem. But there is a world where Ben Simmons is your second or third best player. And you could probably win a championship. Maybe. I think there's a world. It's just not with Embiid. Definitely right. not with Embiid. No, it's it it's got to be. Like, he you has need to a, have shooters around. He needs yeah. a shooter. He needs a point guard. It's got to be that, right? Um, but, like, he's still a decent player. Like, I take that way over the years of, like, watching, of hoping Nerlens Noel becomes anything. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Jalil Okafor becoming anything, oh, or or Christ. watching Joel break his foot for the second year. Like those were dark mm-hmm. years. Those were dark years. Like they were fun at first because you're like, oh, this is exciting and new, and he's like different. But like, I'll never go back to that. 
I can't it's, do it. Oh no. It's fun to it's fun to root for losing in a weird way. It's fun to root for like the build to like the beginning of it. That's that's a lot of fun. When you know there's no stake in the game and you could just like root for whatever the fuck happens, one win feels like a championship, that's great. But not that. That's still this current era. The era before that was when they had fucking uh give me a player. I can't even th- who's a who's a fucking Sixers player from twelve years ago? Tony Roten. Tony Rome was still the beginning of this era. This is when the, oh, the like owners Iverson. sold. Oh, wait. it'd be Drew. Between it'd be Iverson, Drew. it'd be yeah, Drew. It would be Drew. Drew Holiday was our oh, the guy. Drew the Holiday. guy who hosted a championship trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the guy. The guy who won, Drew, won a championship. Way, oh, okay. The one we uh, traded. Uh, no, but he was uh, great. He was Nero's great in Philly. <laughs> that guy, the guy that, that averages great. five points wonderful. a game. Oh, okay. Not wonderful. Yeah, we were right the whole fucking time, Sixers fans. Process work. A lot of stuff today. A lot of stuff today. A lot of, um, <laughs> a lot of John stuff. A lot of topics. Things. Yeah. John you know, The other he, one uh, he, is... Uh, go ahead. Uh, CJ McCollum is an interesting one, too. Nah. But you kind of need... You need the Blazers to be bad, and then they'll be like, look, we're not trading Dame, but we'll trade CJ. Well, Dame, I love CJ, but the problem Dame, with getting... Dame, Dame liked a picture of uh, Ben Simmons in a Blazers jersey. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but if we're talking the, the list, like, CJ, it's... CJ's ahead of Colin Sexton and oh, yeah. Wiggins and Heald, right? Oh, yeah, 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 for So, sure. like, that would be the best. The problem with getting CJ, though, is, like, you you still need a point guard. Like, you, I mean, it's fine. At this point, like, take it, but you, you, you're still, like, you're... Oh, no, you're still fucked. You're still fucked. No, and, the, the, problem with, the problem with Ben Simmons doing this and, like, just tanking his own fucking value by years of not doing the one thing that he needs to work on. Yes. Let's not get it twisted. He fucked this whole thing up from the jump, right? This is all in his lap. He fucked his value. He he could have been like one of the best players in the fucking league. He refused to do and recognize that he needs to do one of the most fundamental things in basketball, right? But he's still your primary ball handler. He's still... Like he still, like you said, gives you forty wins. If you add CJ McCollum, you're you're taking like a huge step back. I love CJ. I would love to have him on the team, but you still need like another piece. It's definitely not Tobias Harris. And then you have Joel Embiid and CJ McCollum, and like you know, it's an okay team, but you're like not contending for anything. No, I, I do think there is this weird like addition by subtraction with a actual point guard the problem with cj is he's not quite the best he's not, ball hand- he's not the real ball handler well he's where- not a point guard he's a shooting guard yeah. yeah but he can at least run a pick and roll yeah he can facilitate where- well, that's the thing he's- like ben simmons like that, that people keep saying like oh we're gonna miss ben there's still a few like hangers on of the ben simmons train of like oh but the defense we're gonna miss and i'm like wait till joel Embiid can run a pick and roll because he literally can't he no, he's never good. had a point guard that can do that and I do think that you'll see, you know, when you have someone that can create, like we saw with Jimmy Butler, when you have a guy that can sh- create his own shot, then Joel Embiid at the end of the games is not, I'm sorry, I love Joel Embiid, but the post up at the end of a playoff game, he's getting double teamed, triple teamed every single time. It, it becomes it's it's not significant. His fault. It's not his fault, but he, we only... need a guy to get us a bucket. Yep. The and at least CJ McCollum had. could do that. Yeah, CJ could definitely. The only move they had was to go to Embiid in the post. That's it. Like That's this, it. Is, this is everybody. Everybody knew this was coming. This is why we. This is why I said they were never getting out of the second round. They. That's their only offense. That's their offense. Because Ben Simmons is just standing there. Why are we doing this again? I Jesus know, Christ! I know. Just, uh, <laughs> I'm just letting you guys go. 
Thanks, thanks, man. Slendy, this is all. all is there, Sixers, is there anything else happening? Like no. storms or like tornadoes, no. <laughs> hurricanes, no. flooding? No. We're talking. This is an NBA podcast show. It's an NBA yeah. podcast. Um, sure, sure. But I think we can just. I mean, we we can put the headline of the podcast. John Hill thinks Daryl Morey should be fired. This fireable offense. <laughs> what he's done. I think that'll endear you some more to Sixers. Bring back. John Hill, bring back Colangelo. This never would have happened on Colangelo. Colangelo would have got Kaminga. How about that? Hey, if, if I was in charge, we'd have Halliburton last year. None of this would be. We, That's true. We, that is true. This is, look, I've been warning. Look, say what you want about me. I've been warning about this for over a year now. Yeah. I told yep. you exactly this is what's going to happen. And you know what? I'm, I'm never also going to say. Never wrong. I'm also going to say that I mentioned this before the fucking playoffs started in, in the group chat, and I got fucking, like, blown to bits. I'm like, you know what? Here's what's going to happen. The Sixers are going to go out in the second round, and they're going to trade Ben Simmons. And everybody's like, oh, you're such a negative motherfucker. Fuck you. You're an <laughs> asshole. I'm like, watch. Watch. Just watch. Well, the well, thing first is, of we all, knew it was going to happen, but. Yeah, yeah no, that, first of all. Yeah. I think I think the tone wasn't like that. I think the tone was like, "Oh, here goes Joe. Here yeah, goes right, Saparelli again." It felt like that in my head. Yeah, it was I don't even think You said it in the first. I think you said it in the first round. I think you were like, "I could see us losing to the Wizards." It could have been in the first round. Sometimes I wonder. Everybody if, knew it was going to happen. Everybody knew it was going to happen. I sometimes get worried that if uh, you know, my uh, my tone doesn't come across re- well in the chat thread. So yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, shout I out! Mean, speaking of that, uh, shout out to CBDisBetter.com promo ooh. code Hoopers. Hey, you having trouble? You are, John tells you John tells you that past accolades don't matter. So everything you've won in your life doesn't doesn't matter. So might may have some issues dealing with that. Get some CBDisBetter.com promo code Hoopers. So you know. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Beefs. You want to go? Let's go shout out to Beefs. Let's go shout out to Beefs. Beef. Beef. Ep- I'm beefing with this episode. This could be a great episode. It's a great episode. It's, 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 can't wait. It's, can't wait for a future next review. Can't wait. Oh can't wait God. for him Peter to Nick, just crow about, oh. crow about how we oh. fall apart without him. Oh. So. Oh. Speaking of Feudy, shout out to Feudy for stopping by my place of employment and seeing me while he was in New York. Oh, oh wow. 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 Yeah. A famous oh, person right. came. We did Didn't you see the photo? That. We sent a photo in the group chat. Oh, that's right. That's right. 500 that's right. messages in that group yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was. <laughs> so I think my phone died. Oh, that, yeah. that I remember yeah. that. Now, now that, that photo. Now I remember everything about that photo. You guys, you need to get in on the Patreon. Get on that, the Patreon. The photo and the subsequent good. conversation was amazing. So uh, there was a big, yeah. big, there was a big controversy in the group chat of who made the original meme, the dirt dog meme. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave that doesn't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Dave don't want to talk about that. Dave, Dave tried to take credit for a meme that Matt that, created. I thought, I thought I was, it was Dave, too. I thought I was, it was Dave, too. I thought I was losing my mind because I was like, wait, am I actually wrong? Because I because, of course, I did it. And I remember doing it. And then. When he, I'm like, maybe I'm wrong about this, you know? Maybe you know, maybe this is the second time I'm looking at my life. I've been wrong. I, I did. I did. I was like, man. And then I look back and, of course, had the receipts. And uh, had, Dave, 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 receipts. Dave, Dave's been pissy ever since. He knows. Yeah, I think, actually, I think, I think Dave's been real been, pissy. Look, I, look, this is a fact. Dave hasn't been on the pod since. Dude, he, had, dude, he has not been on the pod since. I can't tell. I'm worried about him. I think he, I'm like, is something going on in his life? Like, is he having 
issues with something, then I then but thankfully you guys just remind me. No, it's just the fact that he uh, he he's an did, alcoholic and he's in Oregon <laughs> drinking. <laughs> no, it's just he's just he's suffering from the fact he didn't make the the best meme ever. Uh, so that is true. He thought it's he had great... ri- he had rewritten oh. the the history to make himself the hero, and then he found out he was the villain. So yeah, it's so tough. good. It's such a good meme too that I really thought it was Dave. I, I really I was, I was like, like this I, is has Dave Matt written all over. I was like, there's yeah. no way. <laughs> like we could have taken a, a flash poll, and I would say ninety five percent of people would have said that it was dave no without no, a it doubt was me. it was me no. i know good job Ooh, good job, we, good job. Uh, oh by the way i also want to put this out there since we're talking about it dave matthews band is way better than jack johnson i'm sorry i just have Ooh. to tell you oh hot take mm. that was a big yeah. com- conversation <laughs> in the patreon listeners listeners let us know it's two to one for jack johnson had- me and john me and john say jack johnson well you guys don't listen to dave matthews i used yeah. to yeah, I'm not trying to, you know, I don't. There's no, there's not enough CBD in, is Matt, better in the world again. to make uh, to make Dave Matthews sound good to me. Sorry, <laughs> Matt. Once again, talking about things he has no idea about, just slamming I it. I've had never a buddy, to it, but it's not good. I had a buddy who was way into Dave Matthews, and he would play. I've been went on many a snowboard trip with him where he was driving, and he would play like the the Dave Matthews live and whatever, all the deep cuts. So I've listened you know, to I can never listen to Dave Matthews band hours. again without thinking about you on a snow trip. Thanks. Hours and hours. <laughs> hey, snowboarding rules. Come on, man. Yeah. I get sh- shred I, the gnar, I th- dude. I think the Dave Matthews Dave Matthews band's fans have ruined the band for me. Oh yeah. But I do remember yeah. liking the music back in the day. So I need to re listen to it. But mm. I have I do still listen to some Jack Johnson occasionally, and it, it holds up. He's great. No, I, put, I he, tossed after we had the conversation. I tossed on the Jack Johnson, and I was ooh, like, "In between yep. dreams, beautiful." So did I. It's still a good. Album. Still he had good. two really, really fantastic albums. The rest of his stuff is boring as shit. It makes me want to pop my eyeballs out oh, of this. Man, screen. that Curious George listen. soundtrack. Come on now. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't on. even heard that. Bangers. Check oh. that out. <laughs> Nothing but bangers. <laughs> Nothing but bangers. I um, uh, uh, beefing. We were at a we were at a bar, uh, jukebox. I put in seven Sublime songs. And then, uh, then they were like, as soon as I was done, I was walking by. I was like, "Great, this is gonna be such a sick concert." They're like, "All right, we're all leaving," and so we had to leave. So, so shout out to the bard that got whatever happened. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, sublime concert after I left. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. No, we yep. used to do that. We used to do this bar called Turks. My buddy would put in uh, that song. It's like by I think it's by Outfield. Josie's on a oh, okay. vacation far away. I'm around to talk it over. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. You know that song? Anyways, anyways. No. Use your love tonight. I just want to use oh, your yeah. love tonight. Yeah. Uh, he, put, he put that song on. That is on. not the song you were singing, man. I can't yeah. sing. I can't <laughs> sing. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come <laughs> around and talk it over. John, you got to drop the song in the, you got to drop it in the audio. No, nah, that's a lot of editing. No, no, no. Come on. Come on. Come on. No work. Um, but my buddy put it on like five times in a row at this bar Turks, and it was, oh my god, that was wild. And then John Mulaney had a bit of him doing something. I forget what the song. But John Mulaney had a bit where he did that, and it was just like his, it was closing bit. And I was like, dude, uh, us Huntington boys were doing way, that way back in the early two thousands at Turks. Nah, Come on, John Mulaney uh, stole our bit. He must nah, have been there. We, ours was we'd put uh, Monster Mash on five times. <laughs> oh my god, Monster Mash, Chumba Wumba, and uh, Oom Bop. But then oh, what yeah. would happen Umba. is the, we would do it so much at Hemingway's in Pittsburgh, this bar, that if they heard it, a song come on twice, the bartender would grab the remote and mm. just, like, cancel it all. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's an authoritarian. You can only do it once. Like Maybe twice. Yeah. Um, 
Shout out to uh, hey, got some shows. Got some shows I re- I'll recommend. Ooh, what uh, you got? Only only murderers in the building. You have you seen that? Oh, is that with the um, uh, Steve, Steve Martin? Martin, Martin Short. It oh, yeah. and, um, it's good. And I here's the thing. I hate Steve Martin and I hate what? Martin Short. I do. I what? hate them both. What? Don't what? don't find don't Steve find Martin either. Is a oh. man among men. Sir. I ne- I've don't met find. The man. He's a brilliant, wonderful, lovely human being. Martin don't Short. F- whatever, I'm sure he's a lovely human being. But Steve I don't. Martin? You don't like Steve Martin. I've never liked him in anything. I've always oh. thought he was too broad, and his stand-up is terrible, in my opinion. Um, so Ugh. I've never liked. Is there Steve anything Martin. you do like besides Sublime? Seriously, only only murders in the building. All Love right, the show. Right, right, fantastic, right, fantastic, right, fantastic right. show. Big shout out. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, of course, the Ultimate Surfer on ABC. You got to check it out. Oh, uh, no, that show's yeah. terrible. It's so bad. It's, it's it looked, so bad. It looked pretty bad. It's it so pretty bad. bad. It's so bad. I started watching a hundred foot wave. That's really good. Yeah, uh, I got I got my beefs with that. Uh, I enjoyed it, but it's uh, you know we could we could we could do a whole hundred foot wave episode maybe in the dog days of summer once. Uh, yeah, once maybe maybe when I'm gone and feeder next back. <laughs> There's no I way watched, he's watching the show. I watched the Falcon and the uh, Winter Soldier, the series. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I, that shit I said I would never watch. It's actually way kind of better uh, as social commentary than I expected. It's not bad. It's it's fine, yeah. It's, it's just fine. an action show. I liked it. Loki was really good. Loki, Loki was, was great. Fun. Tom Coffin, our boy, wrote it. Oh. Tom, yeah. Fantastic show. Yeah. I liked Loki a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think what I just watched. I yeah. If, uh, I'm, uh, I'm of, course, uh, of course, beefing. This is serious. On a serious note, beefing with the FDA. Uh, Uh-oh. We need those boosters, baby. We need those Ooh. boosters. We need those mm. booster shots, baby. Come on. Um, looking like the Pfizer doesn't last as long. It seems like it loses its, its, its did potency. You, did you get the Pfizer? I got the Pfizer. Looks like I it loses its potency. Isra- so Israel has switched. Israel has switched to a six month. Every six months, you get a booster. Mm. Basically, your vaccine passport runs out after every six months. Now we don't know. We don't know how long it lasts because the FDA canceled the trials. They were doing a trial to see how long it lasts. The FDA prematurely canceled the trial. Mm. Also, guess what? Wouldn't you like a Delta? Wouldn't you like a Delta booster? A booster specially designed for um, the Delta variant? Those exist. FDA won't approve them. At the very least, give me a booster of the same thing, of, of the regular thing. F- come on, yeah, FDA, I, approve that. But the, yeah. the studies coming out of Israel weren't conclusive, and it was kind of some misleading data. So I don't blame them for Like, they're actually trying to push back now and say, like, wait, I don't think we all really need the boosters just yet. Let's give it a... I forget what the... the I don't think it was... Um, I, I don't know about how do you do the trials and shit, but I don't think it was correctly done. There was some misleading data in there. I, I forget. I read the Times article. The mis- so the Times thing was everyone was d- dividing by the wrong thing, which is like, you know, whatever, uh, the percentage of hosp- hospitalizations. Anyways, um, no, this, this, uh, the stuff I was reading was from Emily Oster, who's an economist who like follows these things closely. And she, oh, she seems to think that. Would definitely know about yeah. medicine. Yeah, this yeah, is not medicine. This is this is not medicine. This is uh, statistics. So everyone oh. always says, "Oh, the economists won't know about it." This is this is analyzing <laughs> statistics. So uh, actually, they are pretty good at it. And the economists have consistently, <laughs> if you look at throughout the pandemic, the people who have been right have been the economists. Every single step, they were the ones who were saying, "This is mad." The veins, are, really? the veins are popping out of your head again. Really? Because oh, you're yeah. the economist it here. You me. got the Pfizer that's falling apart, and I got the Moderna that's going strong. So I think I would guess. I, I would guess the. I think. I would think with the similar technology, I, mean, I don't know. Actually, that that is an, that is an area where they wouldn't know. They could just tell you by looking at the data. But anyways, oh, wow. I say this. I say this because unfortunately, my mom and sister both got COVID. Um, After they've gotten the shot, they both fully vaccinated. They're both fully vaccinated. With Pfizer, they, are they all right? But they both Pfizer. They both they both 
that's the other thing that I wanted to do as a PSA. So, because my wife, or my sister is a nurse, and she talked to her friend who's a COVID nurse. Hey, I just got COVID. What do I do? She's like, the thing you need to do is get the monoclonal antibodies. Like right the second you test positive, if you can get them, go get them because that's the best treatment for COVID. But you need to do it basically as soon as possible. So that if your listeners, if you test positive, because like we're all gonna, it's probably as the because as the vaccine efficacy wanes, you, you know, and, and we get a new. Of course, there's gonna be another variant. There's already the mu variant. Um, but the second you test positive, you should go try to get the antibody antibodies if you can. Now, right now they're they're reserved for people with like insert with certain conditions. Um, but you know, I think at some point they'll be rolled out for where everybody can get them. But definitely, that's because if, if you wait until it's like until the disease is serious, it's too late basically to get it. Then you have an inflammatory issue, not a viral issue. And so you need to get them, you know, basically, yeah, the second you did it. So both my mom and my sister were able to get the antibodies like right away, like basically the second they did tested they positive. Have any symptoms? Yes, they both had like that's what they knew they had COVID. They both had like oh. bad symptoms. Like, you know, they were like, what the hell's wrong with me? Took a COVID test, both positive. Um, and they, clearly they had just seen each other. And so, um, uh, yeah. And then they, uh, yeah, then they went to the ER and got the, get the, got the antibiotics. And my mom is basically better. Um, right, and she, sister. she, my sister is still having issues. Um, she's still, yeah, she's still, a, she still has bad symptoms, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, hopefully it's better. I, hopefully uh, it, it improves. Most of the people I know, a few people who had the breakthrough, but yeah. they they had very mild symptoms and was fine in a, a day. Or so two. usually, yeah, usually the people who get the breakthrough are the people who get tested a lot, and so it's like, oh, I didn't even know I had it, you know. But yeah. they, you know, no, they were they weren't they they were just yeah they were they they, they were they, actually they, sick. They are actually sick. And my sister, like I said, my sister got the Pfizer shot in like December because she's a nurse, so she got it. Mm. She got the vaccine about as early as well, yeah. You guys, so. you you guys all jumped the gun. You and yeah. the rest of your family. Well, no, no. now you're waning. Now it's. You peaked early. Don't Me worry, my Moderna is going strong. I think I'm pulling all. I'm pulling all the. I'm pulling all the strings I can get to get that booster, baby. I'm trying yeah. to get that booster. So, well, you've um, talked me into it. But the uh, well, but I mean, uh, actually, but in positive notes, I mean, I was I, my sister who tested positive on or had symptoms on Wednesday. I literally sat in a room with her on Monday night, talking and drinking with her for like three hours. So. Um, shout out to the vaccine because I mean I no that's the thing so far so far I'm fine so there's a lot of people that all that I've heard that happened to where they're like I got it but my wife didn't and you know yeah and my dad my dad who obviously lives with my mom um, uh, yeah he hasn't got it either yeah it's still it's crazy extremely if you have the vaccine you're still well also the vaccine yeah of course you're mostly mostly have the vaccine people should people shouldn't people shouldn't freak out no Um, don't freak out but I was definitely one of those people who was like, I was like, do whatever you want. You got the vaccine, you know. Like I don't know why people are freaking out about this. But now I'm now it does seem like the efficacy. The efficacy is still pretty. It still protects you pretty well, I think. But uh, right. I'm definitely going to be a little more careful than I than I was. So, but yeah, especially with the strangers. The, va- okay, the, course, the vaccine well. is not really supposed to keep you from getting it. I mean, no, it's no, no. great protection, but it but what it really does is keep you from getting deathly ill. And I think yeah. it's probably still effective, very effective at that. So, <laughs> the, I mean. Um, the way the, the way the vaccines also, I mean, the, the best vaccines or the, the historically is that they reduce the reproduction of the virus or whatever, so it stops spreading, and then you never even encounter it. So yeah. that's right. the idea. But right. unfortunately, it looks like we're going to be with this thing forever. It seems like it's like the flu, and so we're going to get a new variant like every you know, yeah, yeah. Well, every few months or so. Um, more and more people are getting vaccinated, though, especially in the places where Delta hit strong. 
Their, their yeah. numbers are going up, so that's pretty good. I think they said 75% of Americans now have at least one. One shot, shot. yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. So, 75? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Since, wow, since, the, big, since the big yeah. surge, a lot mm-hmm. of people in the South that were like, oh, wow, this is real, have actually stepped up and realized, like, okay, with Delta, like, because a lot of people were like, I'm young and healthy, I don't need it. And then Delta right. has kind of been hammered into their head that, like, yo, that's not true. Because now, now well, you're seeing young people die. You're yeah. seeing forty-year-olds well, die, which you didn't see that before. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's Delta. that much more deadly, but I mean, I, you can still obviously. It's it's like rolling the dice. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. My, my sister, my sister who knows the nurse, who's the the COVID nurse, she's like, you don't. It's just totally random. You know, it's like you yeah. Can, it's mm-hmm. not. I mean, obviously there are comorbidities that make it more like if you're older, yeah. if you're overweight, that, those sorts of things. But there are young people that can just get hit super hard. Yeah. And so yeah, especially with the Delta. Yeah, and so I, Delta I mean, yeah. And if you have young kids, in my case, it's really horrifying because, like, we yeah. have to send her to school and you can't get the vaccine for her yet. She's yeah. sick right now. She she has a she just developed a cough last night. And I'm like, every time she gets sick, I'm shaking in my boots. But, yeah. Well, but I don't think there's any evidence that it's it, it, that it's worse, that it's bad for kids at this point. So I, I don't know. I, my there, kids there are child children, ho, child hospitalizations have shot through the roof since the Delta variant. Came along. I mean, do you yeah. think that's? I think it's just a function of infections, though. Do you think so, or do you? Yeah, think I mean, probably. I mean, and, I, I don't you know. know I, don't, I, I haven't seen anything that that would that that would suggest that it's something to worry about with kids yet. Oh, but hopefully, we'll, I think the vaccine for them is coming soon, though. I think. Uh, I hope. I hope. My um, hope. my friend was in the uh, was in the trial. Uh, my friend's daughter was in the trial for it. So, at some point, oh. Emily Oster, who's one of my favorite economists, like I said, was just is, was talking about that. She's hearing, you know, maybe wintertime, maybe early early next year. So we'll see. Anyways. I mean, college is coming back is scary. I was just mm-hmm. in a stadium with 80,000 kids, no mask outside and bars are filling up. So we'll see. I, I, I think well, hopefully they're be... all vaccinated. Hopefully they're all vaccinated. Now, in Wisconsin, most of them were. But at, um, my, at the schools in, I teach was, at, you, you yeah. have to have it. Yes. But so, certain yeah. places like Texas, I think it's Texas A&M, Georgia, you know, it's not required. Right. So you're going to have... 60,000 people screaming at each other at the games and leaving and going to John, bars are you getting paid extra for that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, well, right. I, it's, it's I like I said. cheese curds. Like I said, just a little PSA. PSA, get those antibodies. I know, unfortunately, this, this very serious PSA is coming at the end of the Simmons episode, so nobody... No, nobody's nobody gonna make it this not, long. No, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no. You need to get the hey, listeners, get the Simmons antibodies before the episode starts. It make you immune exactly. to the It's time. like you got to yeah. trade them. You got to trade them for the 14th pick before the draft. Uh, I know you got to go. I know you got to yeah, go, gotta John. Go. But let me just uh, let me just read some text from my wife. Uh, while I while we were arguing about Simmons, I got a text from her. Too loud and hostile sounding. Then I, I didn't respond, so she sent to me on uh, on the other uh, on on the messaging app that, and you're dropping a lot of f bombs too. So, wow, <laughs> the first reviews for the, this episode are not Ooh, good. That's actually you're angry. To be, to be honest, that's probably the best uh, review from your wife so far. So probably that's probably, probably like a two star review from her. So that's yeah. not bad. We're we're moving up. We're moving, <laughs> moving up, up, baby. We're moving up. What's she complaining about? I comb my hair. I'm tan. And I got the wash calves. Come on, things are. Oh, things are looking did you wash your calves? Did you did, did you decide to wash your calves? It. I tried it. I tried how it. Do you, how do you like it? How do you like it? No difference in my life mm-hmm. whatsoever. But um, you know, I can't not wash how, my calves and, without and how, thinking about that stupid fucking conversation. Now I'm like, I, I can't. My calves and now I'm aware of it. It's impossible. I wash and like I I wash my armpits. Mm-hmm, I wash my mm-hmm, arms, my mm-hmm. neck. I every, start doing my chest. I do I do the special spots, and I go. 
why would anyone skip the calf? I'm already cleaning. I'm halfway there. Why would you skip to your feet? Exactly. Just clean your calf. Dangerous. Or why, dangerous. Why, why clean dangerous. it? Why, why would you skip? Do you, you not slip. wash your inner arm? Do you, you not wash slip. here? Yeah. Do you just you go over that? You're going mean, to you slip just, on your calf. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And I don't know, get it. Why would you just been skip over? Been over is dangerous. Well, you got to wash your feet. You guys are all hairy. I'm hairless, so like a lot of these parts don't even don't even get any sort of smell or anything, you know. So it's like when you're hairless. It's not like, about hey, smell. It's not about it's, <laughs> it's not about the smell. It's about the fucking disease and grossness on it. Not to mention your body sheds skin cells. Yes. So like you have just grossness on you. Like after a day, you just your body just like has extra stuff that it doesn't need. Just wash it off, man. Yeah. Exfoliate. Exfoliate. You're like, ooh, oh my, my, my legs feel so much better having been cleaned. Like I said, I don't think the offers are there. I don't think the offers are there. I think the offers are there. The offers are there. You're like Daryl Morey asking for too the much. Skins are clean. Yes, I get, you're just asking I, for way hey, too much. Every, hey, this, hey, Captain Efficiency Daryl Morey, I guarantee you, never wash a calf in his life. I guarantee you oh, that boy's calves oh, are God. unwashed. So, yeah, well, there's probably I'm lots of his part Unwashed calves. That's what he's going to get for Ben Simmons. Am I right? Hey! So, hey. I, I would you take an unwashed calf. I we're probably going to get washed Kevin washed Love. Washed calves. Yeah. Washed Kevin Love and some He's going to get all the washed calves for fucking Ben Simmons. Oh, my God. All right. Until next all week. Right. Keep pooping. Keep pooping. When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super there are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Can I use your game? Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. He just won a fucking wall! Super Hooper! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible. Hey there, I'm Brandon Kelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. 
you can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, visit wefunder.com slash bluewire.